Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I've got Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Should I pretend to be Ryan? You pretend to be Ryan. Hi, Chris. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> As you guessed by that, Ryan isn't here, even though he said he would be. <laughs> well, I was going to say instead... We'll just have to do really good Ryan impersonations. <laughs> yeah, we will. He's not. He might not come on again, though. <laughs> well... As you can tell by that noise, I was going to say, not, I was going to say instead, but you were already scheduled to come on as well. We've got Jesse. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Ryan. Hello, Jesse. <laughs> How are you, Jesse? I'm, get, I'm getting married. <laughs> right, well, we'll mute Ryan then for the rest of the episode. <laughs> How are you doing? Are you right? I'm. I'm just terribly, terribly depressed. Well, we'll come on to that in a second because... I know. Well, we're going to be talking about uh, international matches this week and World Cup qualifiers. So, first of all, I'm going to fly and pass, collect you from New York, and we're going to fly down to... Uh, do we fly to Montevideo? Is that where it was? We do. So, you know, at least we're warm now. Is it summer over there, is it? It is... Um, what is it here now? I was going to say it's spring, but it's gross here. It's like fall, fall-esque. Yeah, that's that's autumn in English. Super listeners. depressing. But, oh, sorry, guys. It's, it's autumn. <laughs> Ryan, it's autumn. It's autumn, don't you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to go to Montevideo because, unfortunately for you, it was the World Cup qualifiers this week, and it was Uruguay one, Brazil four. Um, you took the lead after a ter- horrific dive, an Edison Cavani penalty. I need to go. We're, <laughs> can we? <laughs> this is. Was it a dive? I don't know. I could, I've watched it two or three times. Who was it, first of all? I couldn't understand the commentary. Uh, were you watching in Portuguese? I was watching in Spanish. Oh, come on now. I Honestly, dos cerveza por favor is as far as it goes. All right. Well, we're all going to need to have way more than two beers to survive this game. <laughs> um, it. I, bel- I think I blacked all this out, but I want to tell you it was Marcelo because Marcelo did everything wrong yesterday. Uh or it was Danny Alves. Um, however, if you watched it from the other angle... No, sorry, which... the, 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 the... Oh, Cavani. It was Cavani. Who fell over? Who, who, who fell tri- over the goalkeeper? Who was tripped. Was Correct. It? Cavani right. was tripped. Okay. Which he, he didn't, fall he didn't look like me. it the first time, for real. Um, but if you did see it from behind, uh, he got his ankles clipped. And then he did fall over. Our backup goalkeeper. Look, even my dog's agreeing with me. Look at that. Um... <laughs> So, um, yes, you are correct in that everybody in the bar, except for me, um, yelled nasty words. But, guys, it was a penalty. It was. Was it like cheers? Nobody knew my name. (laughs) Um, No, it was a bar pack 
chests full of Chileans and Brazilians and one tiny, angry, sad Uruguayan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never um, mind. You got touched up out of it, didn't you, from what you were saying before the record? I did. <laughs> Every cloud and all that. Like, it was it was the best uh, part of my social life. Um, <laughs> so uh, I actually didn't think it was going to go in. I thought there was no way Cavani, um, usually not so steady on the penalty kicks. And as much as I, I am usually Cavani's biggest fan, he doesn't have that many fans. I will support him to the end. But mentally, I don't think he's always so solid. I think he flies off the handle. Um, but it was a great shot. And that is probably the best thing I will say about her. <laughs> that was as good as it got. <laughs> Can we give Neymar a bit of praise for that goal? No. That lob. That lob. Oh, go on. Oh, I'll give you Paulino. Paulino is, I mean, everybody's now going to know who he is. Somebody behind me said, who is that guy? And I don't think you're going to get who is that guy from now on. I think everybody's going to know who Paulino is. Is this former Tottenham Hotspur Paulino? Is it? What? No. Is it that Paulino? No. Different one. Because I would know that, right? I would know that. Well, unless you're about to get severely embarrassed. Right? I mean, look, worse things have happened. I could take embarrassment. Yeah. I took a 4-1 loss. <laughs> so and, is, a, is and, it... a, and a prolonged uh, Brazilian, like, cop a feel on the butt in a bar yesterday. Well, there you Neither go. of which was warranted or enjoyable. So <laughs> embarrass me. Go for it. Let's take it. Okay. Um, it might be that Paulinho. Let's see. Um, look, we were playing without we were playing with a backup goalkeeper, without Luis Suarez, without Jimenez. But we were playing at home. This is the first World Cup qualifier in seven years that we've lost at home. Um, and I think we were a little too respectful and timid um, that we were playing Brazil. And I think that you know, Uruguay tends to go into these matches against bigger teams um, on the back foot, and that may have been what happened. But we also, you could definitely see the holes where more experienced players would have planted their feet. Um, and we're a totally different team without Suarez. I think this Suarez and Godin are like, the heart and the brains, respectively. You know, mm. Suarez has all of that heat and all of that fire and creativity. And Golin, as captain, <clears throat> really rallies everybody and keeps them together and in shape. So while we had that in the back, we didn't have that up front. Well, you've got... Where are you next? You know, you've got um, Peru. Oh, wait, oh, next. Is that, high, is, is that altitude, is it, Lima? Uh, yes. And Peru was down 2 nothing at Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And came back to tie mm. away. Where so, are they? They're third bottom of your Ask group, me how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, because it's not great. Well, you got to see that really, really nice love by Neymar, and you got to see that chest in at the end. You, you didn't head it, did he, Pally? Knew he chested it in. That was quite cool yeah. to see. Yeah, no, it wasn't. So thanks. <laughs> I'm trying to cheer you up. Peru, oh. third bottom of your group. There you go. And oh you're, my God, you're still second. Sorry? Paulinho, hey. former, t- look at this, Daily Mail, former Tottenham flop Paulinho. Yep. He's in China now, isn't he? Guangzhou. Hmm, bless you. Guangzhou? Guangzhou? Guangzhou. Look, I can't even pronounce things correctly. I'm a disaster today. You should kick me off right now. 
I would do, but it turned into a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the first time. Um, well, they're third bottom Peru, aren't they? But are all those yes. points at home? Uh, Peru is is pretty solid at home. I yeah. Say. They're, and uh, if they have Guerrero, then um, which and I'm not sure. I I don't want to keep googling on you, but they have a pretty good record when they've when they've got Guerrero. Uh, well, you're still second, aren't you? We are. Um, you never know with Uruguay. You know, we could be first and then somehow wind up playing a fifth place qualifier against Australia and losing that. Mm. It happens. Well, you won't play Australia this time. They're in the the Asian. Confederation but you there, never know. Weird things happen. They do. They do. Um, you know, Australia could decide to, I don't know, join Africa. Why are they in the... This is just... Nothing goes right, is what I'm saying. That's true. That's true. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. Australia should be in Australia. My world just gets shifted. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> the tectonic plates. <laughs> Um, well, just across the river plate from you guys was Argentina at home to Chile. Um, they Chile. beat them 1-0. Lionel Messi scored a penalty after, uh, you're going to have to help with this pronunciation, Fuen Zalida. That was not bad. Fuen Salida, yeah. Fuen Salida. Um, uh, he found Di Maria, didn't he? He did. And listen, my bar full of Chileans was really unhappy about this entire game. But I would love to ask your opinion, and Ryan's as well, Um because this game was sort of low energy all over the place for me. It was like neither team seemed like they were playing to to win, um, and neither team seemed like they were um, really at their best up front. Did you notice that? This is like not an exciting game. Um, and you would think that with Argentina and Chile, like with such a big matchup, um, this would have been really exciting i have to say my football watching this week has been mainly high volume low quality uh because i've been trying to sort of get so much in so i've only seen the highlights of this but what i did kind of take from it was the fact that the highlights i watched weren't that long in comparison to other games so i'm assuming that both teams didn't really want to attack that much the penalty was what was it, it was about the 16th minute wasn't it that mm-hmm. they scored yeah. so presumably they scored um Argentina scored and they thought, well, that's it. So long as we're just going to make sure they don't get one past us. Um, and I was a bit disappointed with Chile because they had to. They had to do something, didn't they? Because now, where are they? They're now sixth, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and, and look, both teams had to win this one. Mm. This is the first time in, in my lifetime that Argentina has sort of hovered on <clears throat> the brink of not qualifying. So this was this was really a make it or break it for both teams. And you would not have known this. From watching, and both teams sent their best. This was, you know, Alexei Sanchez, Lionel Messi. This was Messi Bravo again. Um, oh, the little gamesmanship between the two of them before the penalty. Do you see? All yes. That? Bravo yes. tapping the post and taking his time, wobbling his legs, and all that sort but of thing. That was almost the most, um, like, that was almost the most psyched these players were. Yeah entire match Sanchez barely got in it until the very very end um maybe that's you know uh, sort of a part of the bigger picture of what's been going on with him in at Arsenal but but you'd expect him to to pull it out for the national team for qualifiers I don't know there was just no Chile usually and Adam Brandon does not on this podcast, so I get to say this. Chile usually pull out all the dirty stops. Like, you have 
Gonzalo Jara, who shoves his fingers up people's butts and has done it more than once, and nothing happened. Oh, it that was, was just that was odd. yeah. Sorry, I was I've just got that image in my head. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I'm really sorry. I would take it back, but he's just going to do it again. No, I remember it very well when he did it because it was um, was it against Cavani. It was, and before that, it was Suarez, and before that, it was <sighs> someone on the Venezuelan team, Biscarondo. I mean, the man has a habit. He'll lose his wedding ring if he's not careful. <laughs> I think it's another finger, but you know, <laughs> who knows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the funny thing is, Australia have got a round... Uh, not Australia, Argentina. They've got a round of domestic fixtures this weekend, haven't they, before, before their next game? <laughs> they do because of what's happening uh, with their... The AFA, with their federation. Yeah. Well, Maybe that'll help. Well, there's a lot of them are European-based, I suppose, aren't they? So you could kind of get away True. with it. Um, elsewhere, what have we got? we got Colombia uh, 1, Bolivia 0. James Rodriguez, the little 1-2 with the keeper from the penalty. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Have you heard about James? He's this new player that everybody's talking about. He's not bad, is he? <laughs> it was great. He scored. He, he sort of shot his penalty. Keeper saved it. Came straight back out to him. In. It was almost like he sort of meant it. If you were thinking... It was... Do you watch basketball ever? A little bit, yeah. It, it was an alley-oop. I don't know what that is, but I'll take your word for it. Just, just trust me that that's what it was, and it that was. was a great analogy. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Paraguay to Ecuador won because um, Ecuador are bobbling around Oof. that fifth place, aren't they? Uh, a little bit of head tennis there for the Paraguay first goal. Was. Yeah, this is this was a messy one. That first it was, goal, yeah. Oh, yeah. do you know what it was? It was a bit like that first goal that Barcelona scored against PSG the other week, wasn't it? Where the ball sort yeah. of leaped around in the air a bit. <laughs> It was very pinball-y, this yeah. entire match. Like, nobody could keep track of players or the ball. And everybody was, like, grasping and scrambling at each other. And you could tell, I mean, every time I looked up, because I was I was obviously in front of the Uruguay-Brazil game, but also crying and also trying to, you know, keep people's hands away from me. <laughs> um, so I, I managed to watch a little bit of this one. And every third time I looked up, somebody else was on the ground. It was just... It was a messy match. Yeah. Um, a consolation goal for Manchester City legend Felipe Cassiedo. A well-fed-looking Felipe Cassiedo. Don't fat shame. That's not nice. Fat shame. Are you saying he looks Yeah. No, well, he doesn't look like, he doesn't look like an athlete. Well, first of all, how old is he now? Because I feel like Caicedo has been around for a very long time. He was at Manchester City for a long time, wasn't he? You just told right? me off, didn't you? No. <laughs> no. No. It was Ryan. It was Ryan. Ryan, stop. Stop it, Ryan. You tell her off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, where are we? Felipe Cassiedo. Have a guess how old he is. Oh. I'm going to be sad if he's younger than I think he is because then I'm going to feel like I've done nothing with my life. Um, 36? <laughs> he's 28. Stop. Oh, no. now I really do have to go. <laughs> really? Yeah. In fact, he's only 28 and a half. He's not even nearly 29. Oh, God. Does somebody want to sign me just to, like, I don't know, a fifth-tier bench of something? Just so I can put something solid on a resume. Just so I could feel like I could tell my grandparents that I've done what Felipe Caicedos have done. No? Great. Okay. You're teaching the next generation. Felipe Cassiedo's not doing that, is he? Nobody had a goal in a World Cup qualifier. 
He did. He did, but it, it counted for nothing. Um, well, Ecuador got Colombia next. Uh, Brazil got Paraguay. And Argentina are going to have a tough time like, like you, high up in the clouds, because they're playing Bolivia in La Paz. Right. And Bolivia, poor Bolivia, um, the only time they could ever, ever think of winning is <laughs> when they lure people up to their <laughs> lair <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> And FIFA even tried stuff like that for a bit, didn't they? They did. Um, but, you know, Argentina can, if they're smart, will fly out there five minutes ago to get used to the altitude. I listened to a theory once about how the fact the altitude doesn't mean that much, because if you look at a lot of Bolivian and Peruvian players, apparently, um, and the same with Ecuador with Quito, they, a lot of their players play in Europe. So there is an equal negating of the altitude because not many of their players play domestically. Does your body not get used to altitude? It's not. No, I guess not. Well, I don't know because right. when I was at school, I was taught that the Incas had an extra pint of blood in their system because of the altitude. Hmm. And there is a rule against blood doping for yes. that reason. So we have no Incas playing. Is that what you're saying? I mean, that we know of. No, I was just wondering whether Messi was going to, like, you know, hide an IV under his shin guard well there's a lot of allegedly in there because if you listen to dr fuentes and operation puerto then <laughs> i don't know how far off the mark you are but you might not be that far <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he listens anyway messy yeah oh, if he does we'll just bid ryan off and bring him on every week okay we could do that can't we he's got time yeah in between you know tax court yeah community service and <laughs> Well, look, from South America, we're going to go over to Oceania because at some point a South American team is going to play an Oceanian team, more than likely New Zealand. But um, there were some games uh, going on this weekend. Tonight is going to be Fiji versus New Zealand. New Zealand are uh, top of Group B in that little section. They've got, they're on four points, New Caledonia in one, and Fiji are on nul point. Um, so Fiji got a chance to make up a bit of time or a bit of space because they got two games while New Caledonia don't play any. But... Yesterday, we had Papua New Guinea 1, Tahiti 3, didn't we? Because you said you watched all the highlights to this. I did? Or yeah. was that Ryan? No, I was Ryan that said that. <laughs> I know we sound alike. <laughs> uh, okay, so Papua New Guinea actually opened the scoring in this one. Um, and it was 1-1 until the last five minutes. Awful, awful goalkeeping, though. Uh, they took the lead through Nigel uh, Dabinyaba. Um, and then Port Alwyn come along. In goal for Papua New Guinea, he had a bit of a mare, unfortunately. Uh, no perception of near post or getting your body behind the ball or anything like that, unfortunately. Uh, and they ended up losing 3-1. So Tahiti are on six points of that group. Solomon Islands on three. Papua New Guinea got nil. Um, and again, they reverse that next week. But I think what happens is top of Group A plays top of Group B. And the winner of that plays uh, fifth place in South America. That's a lot of jumping through hoops to get to the World Cup, isn't it? You can see why it Australia isn't... left. Right. But I still truly don't agree with that decision. But, it, you know, no one asked me. Didn't so I, I didn't get to vote. No, well, no is, I haven't gotten any phone calls. This is kind of the reason why I'm not that unhappy with the World Cup being expanded. Because you, my whole point is it's a World World Cup and you want a greater representation, don't you? Right. And I love these... The, well, I mean, it. you know... The only reason I knew where Gibraltar was when I was nine was watching the World Cup and, and 
that's lovely and exciting. And it would be great to see these teams get ahead. And that's never going to happen if we make them play against Spain. Exactly. Um, it's really good because if you watch these these games on YouTube, you just watch the highlights on YouTube, sort of Solomon Islands versus New Caledonia or yes. something. You see and some and their most... goalie is also the postman and, and you know, <laughs> the whole country comes out for them. Or you see the most amazing football pitches as well because yeah. in most cases they're nothing but a park. Uh, or that's with a little stand. Pitch that goes, you know, underneath the, the, um, the airport because the airport also stops to let cars go by. Yes. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah, you never you wouldn't see things like that normally. Who wouldn't want to see that? Years ago, it was I think it was a Fiji rugby team. They um, they had a little problem because there was a palm tree in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> what did they do? Did they just run around it? You ran around it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, there was that's a great. well. There's an unnamed public school in this country whose um, psychopathic head of PE trying to get the kids to tackle a tree to, in, a, in a bid to improve their rugby tackling. And when they refused to do it, he called them all a bunch of mice, ran at this tree, charged at it, and knocked his teeth out and <gasps> broke his kneecap. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. We like tree hugging, yeah. but uh, tree tackling is a whole other <laughs> thing that I don't, I don't condone. That's the English public school system for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we go to Asia? Let's do it. Let's I go. love these flights. I don't even get jet lagged. Well, no, they're great. I don't know if you're allowed to have iPads or things on board anymore. Well, we're we're not. Soon we're not going to be allowed to have, I don't know. People. Shoes or... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, imagine if Richard Reed with Donald Trump was in charge. He'd be banning shoes on planes. Yeah, and underwear. We had that bomber also. The pants bomber? Underwear bomber. Did you? Yeah, we get very creative. Oh, I did hear So we're about... going to have naked, barefoot, cranky, <laughs> electronic-free flights. It's going to be great. Which if you're sat on a plane going out to Ibiza with 50 pot-bellied lads going <laughs> on a lad's holiday. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons they talked about this iPad ban and tablet ban was about... There was a guy from Mogadishu who tried setting a bomb off on a plane last year using the, his laptop and the only problem was with that is the big hole he blew in the side of the plane only sucked him out so i think he did a fine job he did a very yeah <laughs> this will show them yeah <laughs> yeah uh, anyway. i just imagine all the parents refusing to fly without ipads for their children do you know what it's not gonna happen <sighs> it does sound like my idea of hell <laughs> there you go it's bad enough having to entertain my own children with with iPads but without I just I just can't imagine my friend she where did she fly she flew from London to uh, Los Angeles via New York with her oh. 18 month old son while she was pregnant <gasps> on her own tell me that somebody has bought her a vacation and erected a gold statue in her honour uh, well she went for five weeks I think she did okay oh God. Her husband, cannily enough, said, oh, no, I have to stay at work an extra week. I'll come join you later. <laughs> <gasps> oh, mm. oh, there are words for him that are probably worse than the words I used last night yeah. to describe the Uruguay match. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. He was as popular as that. <laughs> as popular as a Brazilian man with wandering hands in New York. Park. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, in Asia, you've got two groups in Asia, Group A, Group B, imaginatively enough. Um, mm. 
Qatar beat Iran. Uh, no, Iran beat Qatar 1-0. Uh, Mehdi Tarimi goal. He beat the offside trap and slotted through and scored. Um, China beat South Korea 1-0. Uh, that was a surprise, yeah? Yeah. Yu Dabao with a very weird header from the, sort of the height of his knees. He sort of bent down as if he was bowing and it sort of went in off his height of his knees as he headed it in. Um stadium looked very, very packed, full of lots and lots of happy people who are enjoying the Chinese Super League. Well, listen, the Chinese Super League is attracting more and more players. Um, one of the Brazilians, not the my new friend, in the bar last <laughs> night insisted that Alexi Sanchez is going to be playing in China next year. I have heard that too. So, there you go. I heard um, Alexi Sanchez to Bayern Munich and I've heard Alexi Sanchez to China. We will see. I heard also from the man who was arguing vehemently with him that Alexis Sanchez is going to go to AC Milan. And they got into a big giant fight during halftime. Did they? They did. South Americans sound a bit too passionate for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, this, this was a surprise. Also, I know that, that there will be a bunch of Tottenham fans who are sort of half hoping that South Korea win a silver or gold medal or the equivalent uh, World Cup um, standing at the Olympics or World Cup uh, because Hyunmin Song will be drafted for mandatory military service in Korea if he does not win silver or gold at the Olympics or come in first or second at the World Cup. Well, the Olympics were last year. He is 20. He has another four... I can't do math. Two years. So you're right. It needs to be a World Cup. World Cup next year. Uh-uh. I don't um, think he played last night, actually. Swansea's key played, but I don't think um, your man played. He did not. I know. No, I had a little look. Um, and then, rather heartwarmingly, Syria won Uzbekistan. No, did you see this? Uh, that was, I know, that was incredible. Even just that they played was incredible. Uh, when they played in Malaysia, um, they played at the Hengjabat Stadium in Malaysia. Uh, they won 1-0. Did you see how they scored? No, I... I... Don't somebody needs to tell me how to see these matches on my computer. You just put the score in on YouTube and then press enter and then it brings up and it says, you know, eight hours ago this happened. So you click it. But so you already need to know how it it's like a delayed thing. Well, I go to the FIFA app and I see what the scores are. And then when it tells me what the scores are, I then go to YouTube and put one of those scores in and it brings it up. and You go to the most recent. Okay, so you're watching it after the fact, though. The games have ended and then you watch it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're only watching like a two minute highlight reel. You're not watching the game live. Oh, you're not watching the game itself. Okay, Ooh, got no. it. Cranky. No, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, look, Omar Carbin, <laughs> Omar Carbin scored for Syria in the 91st minute. He got a penalty and do you know what he did? What? He did a Penenka. Ah! Fantastic. Oh. And the goalkeeper realised just that millisecond too late when he was overbalanced so he tried sort of wiggling his legs and he couldn't do it. <laughs> did the stadium erupt? Um, quite a lot of the stadium erupted. Yeah, there was a rather surprising large amount of Syrian fans there watching it. You would think they've got other things on their mind at the moment, but there was quite you a few You know what? There. I think that you grasp at whatever happiness you can. And this, oh, that makes me really happy. No, I think you're right. I think you do. Well, with Syria, there are eight, uh, eight points at the moment. So you've got Iran, top of group A, with 14 points. Uh, then South Korea with 10, despite that loss. Uzbekistan, 9. Syria, 8. Um, and Syria are away at North Korea next week. And Iran are at home to China. And Uzbekistan are at home to... Oh, hang on a minute. I've written Syria twice. Syria are definitely away at Korea. I remember that. So, 
South Korea. And when you say away at North Korea. No, it's South Korea. There you go, okay. Yeah. There's no North Korea in it. No, they, they've already right. dropped out. <laughs> no, they're not there. Because away at North Korea sounds a little frightening. Yeah, not really. You know, I'm watching Homeland at the moment. It's not the sort of place I'd want to go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're doing okay, sir. I thought they played their home matches in Amman, but they're playing them somewhere and they're managing to do it. The Syrian League is still going on. Um, Aleppo started playing again the other day, now that they've been Oof. retaken. Um, so yeah, it's, there's stuff happening there. Um, Group B. Uh, Iraq won, Australia won. This took place in Tehran. The highlights of this are something to be seen. Um, Matt Leckie scored for Australia. He opened the scoring for Australia. The game itself is probably the wettest. Do you remember the Seven, the film in Seven? Yes. Do you, what was the weather like in Seven? <laughs> is that what this game looked like? It was just apocalyptic <laughs> rain. It was just hideous. Um, that is so difficult because that ball does not move no, in well, the rain like that. No Australian fan was there, so he scored. He didn't look particularly happy about it. Nobody looked particularly happy to be there. Oh. You could hear a pin drop. Um, and then a few minutes later, uh, Ahmed Yassin scored for Iraq. And all of a sudden, these fans started cheering. All these brollies were pouncing up and down in the air. And everyone <laughs> looked a whole lot happier. That was a very, very strange atmosphere, that was. Uh, Thailand nil, Saudi Arabia 3. Three pretty good goals for this, actually. They beat the offside trap three times. Um, a couple of decent crosses into the six-yard box for the Saudi Arabian goals. UAE nil, uh, Japan 2. Uh, Yasuyuki Kono and Yuyu Kobo scored. Um, it was a header. It was a header at the near post, and then beat somebody else with the cross for the second goal. So Saudi Arabia top on thirteen, Japan joint top on thirteen, Australia pegged back a bit on ten points. Uh, they play UEA who are in fourth next, who are on nine points. So where is Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia at home to Iraq next week. Iraq have only got four points. So you kind of think that's a home banker. Japan are at home to Thailand, who are bottom. So. You can think that's like Australia got some ground to make up, haven't they? That move yeah, over to the AFC doesn't look too good, does it? And it's also a lot of flying for them, no? Depending on where they are. Mm. We've also got another group. We've got Thailand. They've got to go to the Gulf to play the UAE. They've got to go to yeah. Saudi Arabia as well. That's not much fun, is it? Much easier to hop over to New Caledonia. They should rethink this. Oh, you should. The weather would be better as well. Couldn't be much worse. Right? Yeah. Pet a nice little sheep. I don't know. Everything seems really far away. I mean, imagine if Egypt and South Africa meet and qualifying or something. That's true. Venezuela must play Argentina at some point. I mean, that's a long way, isn't it? That's so easy. Is it? Yeah. I'm just, I mean, easy in comparison to like, I don't know, Australia to anywhere they have to go to right now. Well, Europe, everything's pretty much close together unless you're playing like Kazakhstan or somewhere. Is Kazakhstan not Asia? No, Kazakhstan's in UEFA. Why? I have to check my map. I'm going to get... I have no idea, but... Yeah, I'm going to yell are. at myself for my geography <laughs> once I look this up. It's definitely... Well, man, Israel's in UEFA for obvious reasons, so, you know. Um, but, yeah, you play... Um, uh, it was Aberdeen played Almaty of Kazakhstan in the Europa League, and if you go from Almaty down, you're in, in longitude, you're in India. <laughs> Maybe we should, yeah. I do. Okay. All right. I'm, yeah, everywhere's a long way, really, word on this one. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere's a long way from each other. That's also a beautiful slogan. <laughs> um, there's no AFCON games this round of qualifying, so we'll hop over to CONCACAF, um, and those games are played tonight, aren't they? Hello? 
Oh no, did I? Lo- oh, you're back. Oh, you're okay. back. Back in the room. <laughs> um, I, Ryan and I stepped out for a second. I, I won't ask what you were doing. <laughs> was he sorting that um, that man out from last night with his wandering he, hands? He, he was. Yeah, he was uh, explaining to him in Portuguese why that's just unacceptable. Well, there's one thing Ryan is known for: is being the hard man of the pod. <laughs> you don't want to get on the wrong side of him. And his his skill with linguistics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like Chuck Norris, but with languages. Right. Obrigado, Ryan. <laughs> um. Yeah, lots of games going on tonight, aren't they? So you've got first few second, you've got Mexico versus Costa Rica. So you've got Costa Rica top on six points, Mexico four, Panama four, Honduras three, Trinidad nil, and USA nil point after two games. I know. What's going on? You're playing Honduras. It was a pretty yeah. good team. Well, okay. They sure. Are, they? I, this is my argument, and I get shit for Oh, can I say that? Yeah. Okay. I get shit for this all the time. We are a comparatively good team, but we play in CONCACAF. So we're playing against Haiti, who have yet to rebuild after the earthquake. We're playing against Trinidad and Tobago, who are really tiny and football is not their most popular sport. Ditto to Panama. Um, You know, we're playing against Canada. (laughs) But it's basically the U.S. and Mexico. Uh, And Costa Rica, who did okay. And Costa Rica suddenly have really, like, come to the forefront. But it's not like any other group that have to really fight. So there's no... You have you have one or two tough games, so you don't have the same kind of um, rigor and and practice that other teams get. And also, our players, some of our players play overseas, but not most of them. And MLS is not. Oh. MLS is a league. It's a league. <laughs> it's a, it's a bit, it is a league. I mean, it's a league. Um, but it's not, it's a baby league. And so, yes, they're building. I think they're, they're, they're doing a good job. Um, they're not doing the best job, but they're doing a good job. Um, but the players don't have the same kind of experience by far that other players do. So when they get to the World Cup, they're lost. Um, but really, so that's what's happening. Yeah, I, do you know what though? No points after two games. But you say, yeah, you say that. But you have a lot of good American players. You have a lot of good American players that play in the MLS. But you've also got your. Okay, likes but who of... would you say that? Like, if you were going to put, if you were going to pit the best American players against, I'll give you England against the your England team. It's not. It's still not great. Uh, I'm tr- I'm just furiously googling who your your squad is. Uh, but that says a lot, no? Well, no, it just it just says I've got big fat fingers. That's all it says. At the- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say anything else about that. Right, where are we? Uh, squad, squad, gracious. And look, we also have a new coach. And yep. Bruce Arena, I think, is great. It's not like he hasn't been around, but the players are getting used to a new coach and a new system because Jurgen Klinsmann had a very particular and definite style. So they're still adjusting. 
and that's fair. All right, here we but, go. But, yeah. Okay, sorry, I did interrupt you. Sorry, you, you nope, carry on. Go for it. Uh, no, I've just, I've just got the squad up here, your latest squad. So, your plucky young boys from America, your naive young chaps who don't know any better, <laughs> and make, just trying to make this way as they emerge bleary-eyed into this bright footballing world. Uh, <laughs> Tim Howard, uh, European experience, Demarcus Beasley, Jeff Cameron... Um, who else have we got? Michael Bradley, Jermaine Jones, uh, some lad called Pulisic. I'm sure he's good things are going to happen to him. He's amazing. I know he's he great. is. Dozy Tim Howard story. is 109. Yeah, Clint Dempsey. These are all these are all established. Clint Dempsey is way more injured than he's not. But these are all players with an established European pedigree. Christian Pulisic is going to be a star for Christian years. Christian Pulisic is phenomenal. How well did Clint Dempsey do? Clint Dempsey did pretty well at Fulham. Yeah, he did okay. Cool. That's Fulham. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fulham fans. I'm really sorry. Where did he come from? He went somewhere to Fulham. At Spurs, he played afterwards. He did okay, didn't he? Yeah, he did okay. But the, but my point is, is you know, this is uh, these aren't naive young players of looking at a football and pointing at it and going, ugh, are they there? No, I think a lot of them are like, you know players who were naive went out didn't really do well in europe and came back and are now sort of over where they could be michael bradley did all right he was brushing munch and glad back he had a couple of seasons at roma Chievo. because he bounced around um i don't know i should be defending them more i should be but i just think they should be doing a lot better than they are and they never do and they because they just, like, why aren't they? It's this team. We've had this team for a long time. This team then should be better. Right. Okay. I, do you know what? I, I'm not sure whether you're contradicting yourself or... I probably am. I, I know, but I, I, I kind of got the feeling as we started this, you were you were sort of trying to stick up for the fact they got no points. But now I think you're telling them off for the fact they got no oh, points. Oh, no. I've, I've not been trying to stick up for that at all. I oh, think right. That, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I think they deserve this no points. They just have not... They don't fight. They sort of assume that they're going to win, and you can't do that. No, you very much can't, can you? So you're at home to Honduras, and you're away at Panama. So how many points do you reckon you're going to yeah. get out of those two games? Um, three. Yeah, where is that going to come from? Yeah. Honduras. Ah, uh, no. Wait. Oh. Ooh. E. Panama's in prep. Um, we will get three points at Panama. So you're going to lose at home to Honduras? And then, okay. Um, I'm so fine with being wrong, Chris, because that's okay <laughs> to be wrong. <laughs> yes, it's fine to be wrong. Oh, my daughter, she we, we told her that, and she did a test at school, and she got everything wrong on purpose. And when her ah. teacher asked why, she said, because you learn more when you get things wrong. <laughs> I love her. That's fantastic. <laughs> And her teacher should have given her an A just for that. I think she's That's she, a beautiful life lesson. I think she got a big aww from her. No, that's so great. <laughs> oh, she's from Yorkshire. She probably would have got a uh or something. Like <laughs> whatever they speak up there. Um, Mexico versus Costa Rica. This is second versus first, isn't it? But this is actually in Mexico. I take it Mexico City's altitude, is it? Yes. So I've got a sneaky feeling then. I'm going to go for a Mexico win. You're going to go for Mexico at Benito Juarez? Um... It is a tough stadium to play at. You're right. Is it the Azteca? But Costa Rica's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, 
Do Mexico have all of their? Is this like their A team? Google, do Google. the Google. You fill for a minute. Hang on, Mexico. Oh, that's a good filler right there. <laughs> oh wow! The first thing that comes up on Wikipedia is Mexico men's national ice hockey team. What? Yeah. Why are we doing a podcast on that? That'd be brilliant to see. Quick switch. <laughs> uh, right. Let me just scroll down seamlessly so the listeners don't notice. I wonder if Rafa Marquez plays on their ice hockey team. I bet he would. I bet he would, wouldn't he? He'd get in everything. Yeah, right. he would. That would be amazing. You're going to have to help me with an awful lot of this, I'm afraid. No, I want you to pronounce all of them. <laughs> well, Rafa Marquez. My favorite is thing is when we do podcasts with Manu. And in his in his German accent, he pronounces Spanish names. Yeah, I accused him of cheating the other week because he kept talking about Jürgen Damm. Yeah, it's not fair when he does German names, but it's really fun when he does Spanish names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guillermo Ochoa. He was the goalkeeper with the, the headband, wasn't he, from the last World Cup? Yes, the curly, curly hair. Okay, Curly, good. curly hair. So he's there. Uh, Rafa Marquez. Hector Moreno. I've heard of him. Uh, Diego Reyes. If they have their three Erics. If they have their trio of Erics, I'm going to give them the win. Erics. Who's Eric? What, and now that? we sound like a Monty Python sketch. Why, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo Reyes, Carlos Salcido, Nesta Aruhu, uh, Diego... <laughs> I don't know. Diego Reyes. I don't even know whether these are sort of big picks or not. Uh, I, I want... Miguel Okay, they've got three Eric's. Eric's, have they? Yeah, they've got an Eric trio who are just great. I can't see an Eric. No Eric. I can see hmm. Raul Jimenez, Carlos Vea, um... Javier Hernandez, of course, Chicharito. Uh, I always think of ABBA when someone says Chicharito. It's Chicharito. Is it? Oh. Yeah. It means little green pea. That's right. Because his dad was the big pea, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Jürgen Dam, he's in there. There you go. <laughs> There's a couple of Jesuses. Uh, Gallardo. You always and... need more than one. Dinius <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Gallardo. I'm tearing these apart, aren't I? Oh, there's another one as well. There's a Molina. Jesus Molina. Jesus Molina. <laughs> Jonathan DeSantos. I remember him. Spurs legend, isn't he? <laughs> and we have his brother in uh, MLS. Or we did. Oh, did you? Oh, Giovanni. Gio, Giovanni. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hector Moreno for Porto. Huh. How have I done That's with it. any of those? I don't even... I, I, I've never heard of half those people, but... You're now getting uh, hired as the coach. Um... Hmm. I can't be as bad as the last one. He didn't he punch a journalist and get sacked. So that's uh, it's not as bad as uh, Mourinho. No, that's um, like poking people in the eye. You know what? You're right. I'll give it to them. Let's say two to one, Mexico. Yeah, please. That's that's dos a uno. Dos, a, I, I I know that. <laughs> I only know that because of um, oh, God, what is that band name? Offspring. <laughs> there you go. Uno dos tres, pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> Please don't ask me to look at the Costa Rican team. I really want you to, but I won't make you. Hang on. Oh, again, it brings up the, men's, the German team. It brings up the men's volleyball team. Men's. It's amazing. Oh yeah, it's great that. Oh, hang on. Men's... I'm still sort of fascinated by Mexican ice hockey. Oh, yeah, that's something to look up. Men's national football. this again hang on my memory of Costa Rica is still shrouded by the fact they beat Scotland 1-0 at Italian 90 they also have no army do they which has nothing to do with football but that's just a fun fact so why doesn't somebody invade them 
I don't know. Do you want to like do that right now? So does that mean I could invade them? You could, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I read tomorrow about the Cornish invasion of Costa Rica, I'm going to feel pretty guilty. <laughs> Jesse made me do it. <laughs> uh, Kayla Navas, they've got in goal. Yes. Uh, Patrick Pemberton. Is that right? You know, a classic Costa Rican name. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, they do this, don't they? They've got um, Joel Campbell, haven't they? Uh, Brian Ruiz. Great, it, it really is a great squad. Brian Ruiz is 109 years old and still going strong. <laughs> he's a good player, though. He's a great player. No, he's he's still going strong. He's a talisman. Rodney Wallace. You sound so unsure of yourself. These are all correct. <laughs> Am I pronouncing it? Well, Rodney Wallace used to play for Manchester United in the 1980s. It's I'm... the same one. Can you imagine? <laughs> Rod... This guy was born in 1988. There's three brothers. There was Rodney, Ray, and Danny that used to play for Southampton. This, this, this Rodney Wallace was born in 1988. I wonder if he was named after him. <gasps> Could you imagine? That'd be amazing. Fantastic. It's like um, uh, the guy who won the London Marathon who named his son Wayne Rooney. No. Yes. Did he? Yes. I forget his last name, but the, the, the boy's name is Wayne, middle name Rooney, last name, whatever the dad's name is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> don't tell that to my son Harry Kane <laughs> please don't do I'm that kidding, honestly, I'm kidding. honestly when you do that please don't well I say that my do- one of my daughters has got a middle name Vallis who was the character on Last of the Mohicans that Jodie May played oh god okay but that's also a normal name it is yeah it is and not many people know that but it's my favourite film and she's my favourite actress I thought you were going to say she's your favorite daughter, and I was going to be really upset. Um, oh no, no, the other one's my favorite daughter. <laughs> okay, that's much better. I went to theater camp with a girl named Whitney Spears. Um, I did, but we she was born like her parents could not have known. We were about the same age, I guess. Or maybe they couldn't and, pronounce their R's. <laughs> we also went to camp theater camp with a girl whose last name was Wonder. And the girl's first name was Allison. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Their parents must have known. They were the meanest. Allison Wonder. That's pretty bad. Mm, yeah. Oh, dear. Wayne Rooney would have been better. <laughs> For a girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Wayne Rooney Wonder. My daughter. <laughs> uh, right, should we jump on a plane and come to Europe? Let's do it! Righty ho, we'll come to Europe because there were some friendlies this week. I'm, I'm tempted to start with the England game, but I'm going to start with Scotland 1, Canada 1, just for the lols, really. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the friendliest game. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, Canadians are so nice, and every Scottish person I've met has been so kind. Both countries to the north of massive megalomaniac countries beneath them. Yes! Right? I feel like every time they bumped into each other, they apologised. <laughs> I like it when Canadians are featured on The Simpsons. I'm assuming there's <laughs> mass, massive stereotypes when that happens. No, all Canadians are actually really nice oh, and smell they? like maple syrup. <laughs> it's true. Uh, well, they they took the lead, Canada. Falkirk's Fraser Aird scored. Fraser Aird. I mean, there's a lot of Scottish people in Canada, so maybe you know, maybe there's something going on. 
I don't know. I my prediction before this game mm-hmm. was that it would end in a tie, but with own goals because each team would want to score for the other one out of out of kindness and generosity. Do you think? So that's what I just thought would have happened. It didn't, but I really enjoyed my prediction for that one. A nice Scotsman, not an oxymoron. No, oh, Scottish people, we're sorry. That was Ryan who said that. <laughs> it was Ryan who said that. But <laughs> there's about 2,000 years of history there as well. Oh, I'm sorry. I've met so many nice Scottish people. I, did, I have as well, actually. I don't think I've met any bad ones. I did Hogmanay with a Scottish person, and I made vegan haggis once. Vegan haggis? For yeah. For real, for real. Out of seaweed and tofu. I'm sorry, Scottish people. I hope none of you listen to me say that sentence. Are you, you're, you're a vegan, I take it. I'm vegetarian, yeah. Are you? But, yeah. Well, that guy wouldn't have been patting your ass if he'd known you are a vegetarian. You might have... That's what I should have said. I should have turned around <laughs> and said tofu. Yeah. And he would have run away screaming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, only 9,000 people saw this. Yeah, why was that? Well, because it was Canada versus Scotland. <laughs> They're not very enthusiastic for football at the moment in Scotland because of Gordon Strachan as the manager. I did see a tweet from somebody saying, are Canada the biggest country that nobody cares about in football? Oh, well, listen, if you gave them some sticks and called it hockey, they all would have shown up. Yeah. Or Sonia. They love their women's football. They're very good at it, aren't they? Yes, they're great and their women are terrific. So maybe just let the women play. Yeah. Or Sonia from Unusual Efforts. She's a Toronto fan, isn't she? Yes. Um, yeah, their MLS is great. Well, their MLS is fun. They're yeah. not so good, but they're fun. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of rub them on the head rather patronizingly. And sort of, oh. Right. Good effort. <laughs> yeah, boys. good effort. But their their women's team are terrific. Yeah. That's what they should have done. Send the ladies. Women's with. team versus Scotland. Yeah, you probably could have done all right still. Um. Other friendlies, bits and bobs of friendlies. Russian Hill, Ivory Coast 2. I only wrote that in because I'm sure that was... Did you see Zaha? Was that Wilfried Zaha crazy move? Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Um, and there was a friendly last week. It was Iran Delhi Iraq 1 in Tehran. Um, I didn't know that Iran were called the Lions of Mesopotamia. That's pretty good. Um, and the report I read, I've seen the goal. It was a penalty. But the report I read just said an Iraqi striker. They didn't even name him. Oh, so, who who wrote that? Where was the report from? I can't remember. I just sort of Googled it again. But they said an Iraqi striker, and it was behind closed doors. So it was the oddest friendly you'll ever see. I hate when that happens. It's so strange not to hear any noise. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. But you would have heard some noise in Dortmund on Tuesday night. Uh, because it was Germany Podolsky. 1, England 0. Yeah, yeah, this radio station is named Podolsky. If you're a Primer Screen fan. Um, um, I quite like Lucas Podolski. 130 counts, 49 goals. Uh, the night was very much... It was like a testimonial to him. He did his little speech beforehand, didn't he? And then he just basically had a policy of shoot on sight, scored his goal. <laughs> they took him off to the gladiator music and then they threw him in the air at the end, gave him the bump. <laughs> How good was that? You're right, they sort of wrote the script for him and it, it all went according to plan. Yeah. Um, they were a bit grumpy on TV over here, the commentators were. They were a bit grumpy about him saying it was a, a bit too much. But you've got to give someone his day in the sun. He's not going to get many more, is he? Yeah. Yeah. 
it sort of makes you feel sad for those that, like poor Bastian Feinsteiger, whose name I'm sure I'm pronouncing wrong, who's like, you know, still being tugged and pulled. And, and it's nice to see somebody get that sort of recognition from, from his teammates. Well, you'll get a bit more practice for Bastian Schweinsteiger, won't you? We will in Chicago. Yeah. So um, I'll get to say his name a lot because it's just fun. Pig climber, isn't it? Is that how you pronounce it? Um, yeah. No, pig climber. That's what it translates to. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I'm sure that's what it translates to. <laughs> because that was a job in in Germany back in the day? I don't know. Maybe someone rode the pigs to market. Oh, there you go. Lucas Podolski, of course, who was born in Poland. Yeah, this German team is really, really interesting and, and sort of multi-ethnic and national. I love that. Yeah, we had Closer for a while, didn't you? Miroslav Closer, who I think was born in Poland. And you've got Mesut Ozil, who's originally Turkish. And Emre Whose name Can. I also can never pronounce. I'm just <laughs> not good at German. I'm just, it's, when you, you stick little, like, it's the, it's the O. Yeah. I can't do a German O. Don't worry about it. Manny speaks English. You'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> you don't have to worry. When you conquer the world and everybody speaks your language, then you don't have to bother learning anybody else's. Uh, I'm sorry, world. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry, world. It's us that started it. <laughs> now um, we just insist that everyone speak American. That's okay, isn't it? Uh, obnoxiously, I guess. <laughs> that saves you. It's one less thing for you to do is learn another language. That's true. Gives you more theatre time. Yeah, more time to make vegan haggis. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, they're a bit sniffy about him, getting all the plaudits. But um, I thought England did okay. They played three centre-halves. Uh, Germany didn't really appear to come out of third gear. But Michael Keane did okay at the back for England. Um, Joe Hart with a little Cruyff turn. Uh, Joe Hart, he walked over to Podolski mid-match and shook his hand for the goal. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That's very nice. Everyone says that Joe Hart is a really nice guy, and I feel I feel sad for Joe Hart. I think he sort of got the wrong end of the stick this Man City deal, and and I don't know. Do you, he's he's a great keeper. Yeah, I quite like him. I quite like things like that. There was the um, oh, it was the Northeast Derby. It was Sunderland versus Newcastle a couple of years ago, and Jermaine Defoe scored an absolutely monstrous goal for um, Sunderland versus Newcastle. And at half time, as the teams are going off. Tim Krul in the Newcastle goal walked over to Defoe and shook his hand and congratulated him. And everyone, I love that. I did, but lots of people said, oh, you shouldn't do that, blah, 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 blah. Sniffy little sods. I thought it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, they're all people and they play each other all the time, so they know each other as people. And plus, we all like watching good football, and they do too. So it's it's fun to see them as humans. Well, yeah, and in a sport where people say that, you know, there's obviously the sportsmanship that goes on in the game, it's nice to see that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, how did you think England did? Did you see any of this? I actually thought England did better than I've seen them in a while. I know it was friendly, so, um, you know, I know that there wasn't the same sort of level of of expectation, maybe, but I felt like England played um, as a team. Like, there was a lot of link-up plays that I I haven't seen in a long time, and and there was nice... um, awareness on the field that sometimes is missing. Like sometimes it really seems like a bunch of these players have never met or spoken before (laughs) they're tossed under the pitch. This was not that, you know, this was a team that, that seemed to have really worked on things and anticipated each other's movements and were more relaxed and less. And again, maybe this is a friendly, but this is the kind of team that we should be seeing that is confident 
Mm. Um, and it was nice to see that, you know, it was nice to see teams or teammates talking to each other and gesturing and, and expressing their needs because that's how the ball's going to you know, get to where it needs to go. And I, I realize that that's sort of what we haven't seen from England in the past. Yeah, big Spurs influence on this team as well, wasn't it? <gasps> I know. Yeah, I think these young, like these young Spurs stars, I think are really going to be the England stars of the future. And also, I love my team. And Jake that was Livermore. a nice sentence, right? <laughs> did, I, did I do that all at once? He did that all at once. Jake Livermore Great. as well, didn't he? He did okay. Yeah, this. I think you really have a solid mix of like experienced players and a nice, deep, young bench. No. Yeah. No, I quite like Eric Dyer. I know he's not having the best of seasons, but. I quite like I him. I love Eric Dyer. And this this group of like Eric Dyer and Deli Alley, and I, I think they're I think they're great. I love watching them together. I think I think they back each other up. I think they do great things. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Did you see that um, uh, Gareth Southgate on Monday invited ten England players he didn't pick for the squad down for a chat and to join in with the rest of the squad? Do you know how many turned up? Are you going to tell me none? One. Jack Butland, who's no. been out for a whole year. <laughs> Why did they not all go? That's terrible. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it doesn't look very good, does it? If you've been dropped from the team, particularly if your name's Wayne Rooney and you don't show up when you've been invited. Oh. Also, how are you going to expect to get another call up in the future if you don't show yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. Guys, you should know this. Exactly. And <laughs> um, we've had some games. Uh, I think they're qualifiers, aren't they, tonight? We've had. Um, what have we got? Uh, Italy are still the last of the teams playing at the moment. They are beating Albania 2-0, uh, Daniel De Rossi penalty and Chiro Immobile. I do love Daniel De Rossi. I have a thing for Immobile. I just love his last name. I think it's so fun that he moves so fast and his last name is Immobile. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me giggle every time. And uh, Buffon playing his 1,000th game. 1,000th game. Yeah. Speaking of Italy, a little bit Italy, and going back to Argentina. Um, do we have to? Well, a little bit. Mario Riccardi. Okay. Mario Riccardi. Rumours are that Lionel Messi is very good friends with Maxi Lopez. That's why Mario Riccardi isn't getting in the team. But they could do with him, couldn't they? Yeah, they could. Yes, they could. Is that really the rumour? <laughs> huh? Is that really the rumour? I heard it, yeah. I, You know, I wonder how much pull Messi has with Bausa. A lot, I should imagine. He's Messi, hmm. isn't he? I think he's got a lot of pull with his club and... His national team. But I think he's a... I mean, Icardi would... He's a grubby, dirty little player. And he's a player that... He won't do anything for an awful long time. But in the 82nd minute, he'll pop up with the winner. They need that. Yeah, they do, don't they? You know, they've got the... You you can have all the Kunaguedos you want, but you need somebody who's going to, like... Be a little more Machadono-esque and take some risks. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Oh, who would be the... Who would be the nastier player, Mascarano or Icardi? Oh God! Can you imagine them both on the field together? I think that would be like combustible. Um, <laughs> I do love Mascarano, so I, I... Uh, I. You know what? I think it would be Ricardo only because Mascherano, I think, has mellowed with age. <laughs> I hate to say. Do you know what? There's a bit of me that really quite likes Mario Ricardi as well. I, just... I do too. I think it's that. I. I think, and I. I just legally probably am not allowed to say that about an Argentinian, but. Um... <laughs> I think it's that risk taking. It's that it's that little bit of like, you never know what's going to happen, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit of a he's a nasty little bastard, isn't he? And I quite like that. 
it's fun. It's fun to watch. And it's surprising. You don't want somebody, you know, like, you kind of always know what you're going to get with a lot of these Spanish plays, except for Costa. But, like, PK, you know what you're going to get. Mm. And he's great. But it's boring. Mm. But it's really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I, happen. I, I love Diego Costa for that exact same reason. I, I really <laughs> like Diego Costa. <laughs> yeah, because it's like watching fire. It is. It's brilliant. Anyway, yeah, Gianluigi Buffon, he's got his thousandth game. And then he's incredible. He's ever going to retire. I remember when he made his debut that long ago. Do you? Yeah. 17 years old, pasty-faced. Oh. For, was it 95 I think I remember when he came on the scene definitely I remember when he was still at Parma that just probably shows my age more than anything else I just remember that the first World Cup I ever saw him in mm. and you just didn't think anything was going to get by him because he he's a wall yeah there's a guy I follow on Twitter called Justin Bryant who uh, he's a goalkeeper he's called At Keepers Union he's a um, he's a goalkeeping coach and specialist goalkeeper I think he's an ex-professional as well and someone did a little sort of Twitter poll. Is it okay if you're a journalist to ask for an autograph if you're interviewing a player? And uh. Me and Justin both went, no, it's unprofessional at best. But then Justin put in brackets at the end, unless it's Buffon. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, is the right answer. He's... Yeah, there's something. He's like that one player that represents everyone, I guess. Like, he's just... I remember skipping skipping a college, my a college professor, a lit professor, let us leave class to watch the the Italy France final, mm. and she stripped off her sweater and had a Buffon jersey underneath. Oh, did she? Yeah, <laughs> it was the best thing. Oh, he is. He is absolutely magnificent. Right, let's have a look at some of the more games that have happened tonight. Then, so um. Georgia won Serbia 3, Austria 2, Moldova 0. Republic of Ireland 0, Wales 0. I think there was a red card in that game as well. Oh, no. Who? Um, oh, I don't know because I'm on a different page on my device. Oh, no. Uh, you'll have to Google it, I'm afraid, for me. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep going, keep going. I'll do the Googling. Hang on, what we got? Oh, it was um, Neil Taylor. Neil Taylor, who refused to, Neil Taylor, who refused to shake Francesco Guidolin's hand when he got subbed off in the first half of the week. Do you remember that? Come on, Wales, do better. Um, what else have we got? It's finished. Spain. Spain 4, Israel 1. Um, oh, God. They got two in the last bits. Oh, they did, didn't they? Isco yeah. scored as well. Diego Costa, David Silva, um, Perez scored for uh, Israel, uh, for, um, for Spain. Um, they have such a deep bench. I mean, the players that they didn't call up are an entire team. <laughs> yeah, you think getting most teams, couldn't they? Uh, what else have we got? We've got Turkey 2, Finland 0, and uh, Croatia 1, Ukraine 0, um, with a goal from Niko Kalinic. And Beshart Barissa made his debut for Kosovo, but he couldn't help them as uh, they lost 2 1 at home to Iceland. Um, Gilfie Sigurdsson scored the winner with a penalty. Yeah! Oh, he's been so good. He has. Beshart Barissa. Former Spurs star. Former Spurs player. Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah. <laughs> Beshart Barissa is an interesting lad. He was born in Kosovo, brought up in Germany, um, played all around the place, and then he ended up in Australia. He was applying for Australian citizenship while he plays in the A League, and he's representing. Kosovo, having changed from Albania. He's played for Albania, now he plays for Kosovo. 
you know what? Citizen of the world. Yeah. He's a fantastic. I love it. He's another one who's a nasty player, but he's got quite a sort of, he's a good player, but he's got quite an edge to him. I like it. And if he plays for Australia, then he'll have to play in Asia. Well, no, he'll be an Australian citizen playing for Kosovo. I love Figuring that. that out. Having already played for Albania. <laughs> but yeah, he um, he's quite an interesting player. He's quite a fiery player. It was, it was Melbourne. He played for Melbourne Victory and they played Melbourne City the other week and they beat them and he scored the winner. And uh, he got called a fucking gypsy by Dean Buzanis oh, in, the, in the goal. Uh, and when he scored the winner, there was a bit of debate as to whether the goal was, was it offside or was it an own goal? But it turned out it was an own goal. So uh, Berisha made a point of standing in front of Buzanis and celebrating rather heartily, <laughs> which was fantastic to see. Um, so the, that's some of the European games. I don't know what effect that's had upon the qualifying because it's very, very sort of close to the finish of the games. But... Um, I'm trying to have a little look here. I think. Where are we? I think this, this Italy's like, still first. This is like breaking this news. Is like... This is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Serbia gone to. Yeah. Okay. So they haven't quite updated the um, the leagues, but uh, some of the other games you got coming up next week. You've got what have we got? I'm trying to fill here. Hang on a second. Fixtures. My fingers can only move so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have got fixtures, fixtures. Come on, Christopher, you can do this. You're going to get um, ice hockey. Oh, yeah, you look at Mexican ice hockey. Well, I'll look this up. Great. <laughs> right, here we go. So, <laughs> Because uh, the reason I'm sort of feeling it is I know the fact that... Um, We've got, yes, we've got, uh, Group A is France top on 10 points. They haven't played yet. They play tomorrow. France top on 10 points. Then you've got Holland on 7 points, um, Sweden on 7 points. And you've got Luxembourg versus France and Bulgaria versus Holland tomorrow. So you kind of think they're okay to go through. But Holland have to make it. They didn't get to the last World Cup, did they? I, no, wait, how? Holland did. Sweden. Oh, no, sorry. Holland didn't get to the last Euros, did they? Sorry. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking um, Zlatan's reaction if Sweden don't get in. Oh, Zlatan, bloody Zlatan. I don't know why Twitter, <laughs> I don't know why Twitter just doesn't marry Zlatan, honestly. I can't stand Excuse me, but Zlatan is Twitter because Zlatan is everything. Oh, he's a bellend. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> a massive, massive bellend. <laughs> Uh, where else we got we've got Switzerland in Group B tomorrow playing Latvia and then Portugal at home to Hungary so they're the top two there so nothing really everything's all a bit meh there um, I can't believe you just said Cristiano Ronaldo is meh the whole the whole universe is going to come at you for that one <laughs> we, I, wow I prefer him to Messi I think so you know we've just insulted Zlatan and Ronaldo duck and cover <laughs> I'll get my mate Tyrone Mings on him <laughs> Uh, Group C tomorrow, Azerbaijan, who are in third place, are uh, at home to Germany, who are top of that group. So I'm going, you know. So obviously, Azerbaijan is going to win by five. Yeah, they're going to win five nil. Northern Ireland are at home to Norway. Um, a long, long time ago, when England were about to play Norway, they asked Gaza what he thought about Norway, and he said, "Fuck off, Norway." <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, concise. <laughs> yeah. Well, wouldn't you have said that about anyone? Uh, you could well have done, yeah. 
Yeah. He could well. And Group D is looking a little bit different because you've got all the changes there. So you've got uh, Serbia are now top of that group. Republican Ireland and Wales have changed. So you've got Ireland second, Wales third after their draw tonight. Wales, oh. could have, Wales are now four points behind Republican Wales. Wales. Yeah, they need to pull their finger out, don't they? Come on, sheep. Who have they got next? Where are Wales playing next? They are... Uh, scroll, 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 furiously scroll. They're away. Ooh, they're away at Serbia next. Uh-oh. That is on. Well, that's in June. Oh that's well, you've got time. Yeah, they got time. I think I'm sure <laughs> the last time they went there, they lost six nil. That was Chris Coleman's first game in charge. Oh, oh, I remember. Oh, that was bad. Um, but, but, but I want them to win, and so they should. Yeah. Okay. Well, Group E okay. is first v second. That's uh, Poland versus Montenegro, and then Group F uh, is England versus Lithuania. Um, and then you feel confident about that one? Uh, we're at home. Do you know what? I, England are always sort of labour to a crappy two nil win. <laughs> we'll turn up. We won't score after twenty minutes. The crowd will get on everyone's back. And then we'll just sort of fanny about to a two 0 win, and it'll be awful, absolutely awful. Yeah, but you'll—I think win is the is the optimal word there. I, yeah, I have to say it's how you win, but I suppose you kind of take anything at the moment, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are the two points going to come? Or the two goals going to come from? Mm, Jamie Vardy. Ugh, really? No, let's think a bit more positively. Eric Dyer. We both like Eric Dyer, don't we? Great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I take an Eric Dyer two goals. I like that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, they haven't updated the rest of the tables, unfortunately, listeners, so you'll have a better idea of this than we will because by the time this comes out, they would have done that. So keep your eye on that. Um, that, Jesse, I think brings us to the <gasps> end. Did we do it? I think we did. We did it all the way through, didn't we? Oh, we're so well-travelled. We are. Your air miles have gone up again. <laughs> I've left Cornwall for the time in a week. I'm going to maybe use mine to go uh, to Uruguay next week. Yeah, well, I'd rather go to Uruguay. Than, I, went, I went to Plymouth last week, so I'd rather go to Uruguay than Plymouth. We have a Plymouth. I know you, you did. Gave it yeah, to us. we did. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. Nice I think we took it from the people that were already there, but, we, you know, we gave it to you afterwards. I mean, we take a lot of things, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if you go to the actual Plymouth over here, pretty much everything is named after the Mayflower. Oh, that makes no sense. It kind of left from that area. Huh. So, it, yeah, it left It left on its way to you. Its last port of call was there. But, yeah, everything else is... It's also named after um, uh, Drake and Rally and people like that who also popped over to your shores a bit earlier than that. Ah, yeah. okay. So the trading on things yeah. passed. Yeah, Jamestown and all that sort of thing. That was all coming from Plymouth. Yeah, we have that as well. We have a lot of your things. We have, you know, New York and New Jersey well, and New, New Hampshire. <laughs> New York, we took We're not off... very creative. <laughs> New York, we took off the people before there, and they took it off the people before them, didn't they? There you go. It's a lot of recycling. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think everyone sees it like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just putting a positive spin on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything you want to mention or plug or anything like that? Have you written anything for anybody lately? Um, what did I write? I, I wrote an article about uh, why we should never, ever use the... The puto chant. Oh, ever. you did, didn't you? That was really good. I did. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I knew a little bit about that. I didn't know 
an awful lot about it, and I read that, and I came out of it very educated. It was a very good article. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I was sort of hoping that maybe people were chanting because just didn't know. Mm. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, I'm hoping somebody will tell me what to write about next. So if somebody has a really stupendous idea and wants to inspire me, then then go for it. Well, I think you've got your, you've got your don't call it soccer pod, haven't you? Yes. Oh, Chris, yes. Thank you for telling me what I'm doing. <laughs> um, it's been a long week. Uh, yes, we are doing, through um, World of Football Index, uh, podcasts on um, the MLS, mm-hmm. you know, that I've just touted so highly, <laughs> and, the, and Liga MX, the Mexican League. Excellent. So if they want to follow, <laughs> yeah. if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that and talk to you about that? Oh, God, maybe they shouldn't, but they can. <laughs> don't, don't follow you. Follow one of the other guys on it. Oh, man. Um, at Jesse Loesch. At sometimes Jesse Loesch. I'm actually a little articulate. <laughs> That's L-O-S-C-H, isn't it? It is. It is. How do they follow you? They follow me at C Armband. Carmband. C Armband. It made sense about five years ago when I set it all up. Makes very little sense nowadays, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me on there. Um, at Man on the Post is the Twitter account, manonthepost.com, or at Man on the Post is also the Instagram account. Um, manonthepost.com is the um, is the website if you want to contribute in any way. Because Ryan's doing his football manager piece, aren't you, Ryan? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, he's doing his football manager pieces. There's one of those that's gone up on there, so you can talk to them about that. Um, Oh, and you just did your Pieces of Me. I did my Pieces of Me, yes. I did Pieces of Me last week. Pieces of Me is a, a podcast where you pick your favourite 11 players. The only caveat for that is they must be retired. So I picked my favourite 11 players. That is uh, part of the World Football Index, which is at World Football Eye, if you want to give them a Twitter follow. But um, they do podcasts. They do Pieces of Me. Man of the Post is part of them. Your podcast is part of them, isn't it? It is. Uh, there's South American podcast for Copa Libertadores. There's... Oh, God, I'm doing one of those tonight. They're going to make me talk about Uruguay again. <laughs> oh. uh, you've got Spanish and Italian and German and, Italian, and yeah. Russian and, and Russian. Premier League and Tactics and Champions League and everything on the World Football Index, isn't there? So many things. Yeah. Uh, that's at World Football Live. So download that and you'll get a constant stream of footballing podcasts to you from places you didn't know existed but are very glad that are when you listen to their football histories um thank you i also downloaded what did i do where i i put men on the post on my phone and it automatically downloads and now i listen to you guys on the subway because it just comes to my phone and i don't have to do anything oh really what's that thing that i did yeah you subscribed subscribed on itunes yes i did that you should do that it's great you should. Oh, I don't yeah. think actually people actually listen to this. Bloody hell. <laughs> I'd have put some effort Everyone in. Everyone should that. do that. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I don't have to do anything. It just comes and then I can listen to it. Yeah. In fact, I'm looking at my podcast here and it says, don't call it soccer, the Muppet Show. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give that a listen in a little bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's quite good, actually, because I've been looking at some Liga MX games on YouTube. Oh, man, it's such a fun league. It is so great. It is. Everyone looks like they're having a very happy time. Until they bring ice picks into the uh, stadiums or, you know, yank their coaches off of each other. It's really great. Well, I listened to Manu's interview the other week with the Mexican journalist all about the uh, referee strike. That was the referee good. strike. Yeah, it's just, that's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And thank you, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> 
Uh, and always remember to keep your man on the post. 